Well, welcome back to another episode of Stay Focused. I am your host, Artie Delgado, cinematographer, Steadicam operator, director, and yes, uh, today I've got my man Jordan Keith sitting along with me, and uh, we've got some good stuff to talk about today. But before we even get started, we, we've been we've been a little busy. Want to give you guys a little bit of updates on what we've been up to, what's been happening uh, the last few weeks. We've been uh, traveling a little bit, but we had an opportunity of working with UIWI's yep. National Conference. Yeah, super excited to be part of that. This is an organization that believes in urban leadership. And we are a fan of that as well. We believe in that as well, and which I think is why we are part of that and why we want to be part of it continuously. Uh, but Larry Acosta, big shout out to Larry Acosta and Tommy Nixon, who run this organization. These are who you guys are also help supporting right. when you kind of are supporting us. Uh, we've said it and keep saying it that these are exactly the kind of organizations we want to be part of. And we believe in and we love what they are doing with just working with urban leadership, people from all over the country that are able to work with the urban communities and lead these kids and be an inspiration to kids and some of them dealing with lack of fathers in their homes and things like that but these are these are to these conferences are to help the leaderships that are around the country yeah and what an honor it is to be part of that our involvement what of this uh, production was we did all of their conference uh content content all of it everything from the bumpers to their intro to their a couple of their stock videos up to be did, yeah. and then we also did, which is our fantastic, uh, exciting thing, is we do the same day edits. Yeah. And so what we do is we do a recap of the event, telling all the highlights, interviews, whatever, and then at the end of the event, right after the last speaker is played, uh, is actually on stage. Yeah. We play our recap, and so we blow their socks off by Always. having the speaker in that video. So super pumped up to be able to be part of that again. And uh, just exciting. How, how was that this year for you and just experience was that just being part of that? I loved it. I always love it. We've uh, done national conference, I think, two years. Well, I've done it for two years now. Mm-hmm. Um, partner with UIWI a bunch. So anytime we get to work with them is awesome. And, and Bobby and uh, all those great guys. And so, yeah, uh, nothing different. It was, it was awesome. Yep. Just a, like I said, just being all the people that you meet and the experiences you get and the leadership that you're around is huge for me. Yeah. Uh, that is kind of where I absorb all of that. When right. I take on a project like that. And so just an honor to be part of that. Just yeah, a really same. great experience. And we hope to continue doing that with them. And so once again, shout out to those UI, yeah, UIWI yeah, yeah. guys, members that are all doing it because that's really the real leaders out there doing it. Right. So huge. And, and uh, to be part of that is an exciting thing. Yeah. Today, we want to kind of get you guys to talk about uh, preparation today, pre-production, preparation. I think that's a huge part of my game. It's allowed me to step up my game a little bit. And so we want to talk a little bit about that and how you guys can step up your prep game and what it is we do. And so we've been asked a lot of questions on, you know, what do we do? How do we prep up? What do you do for an event? How do you balance whatever the project is? What do you kind of things do you do for preparation? And I think that's a huge thing because I think that really tells you on how prepared you're going to be for your event. How well are you going to be? You know what I'm saying? So how, how all those are very, very important. So right. let's talk a little about pre-production. How, yeah. how important is that to you? How is important that to you think that, uh, and you're knowing of working with the Brink team and bringing with us, what, what is that? How much do we value that? Yeah, pre-production is huge. I mean, it's, it's honestly everything that makes your production run smoothly. Um, if you don't have it, the day of production is very crazy and hectic and uh, I think you overlook a lot of things and um, pre-production definitely allows that to be a smoother actual production. Day. Yeah, yeah, and I, I agree and I think that uh, 
we've talked about this about how confident you are too when you come on yeah. a set and how ready you are. I've seen, I've been on many, many productions where I'm coming on as a, when I was in my earlier in my career, I would come in on a production and I would see how there was no preparation. I would mm. see how they did not even think about the extra things to bring. They didn't plan for what ifs. And so honestly, from seeing so many people do so many mistakes yeah. so many times. You learn. I learn from <laughs> yeah. those and we're learning what not to do. Right. And uh, so, yeah, that, that, that that's a big part of what I do. And, and um, I think I've, I teach that with you guys regularly. Sure. Yeah. I'm always saying, no, 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 let's just bring that just in case. Let's over prepare a little bit. Yeah. And in my experiences, that has been needed. Yeah. Uh, let me give you a great experience. Uh, one, one specific story. Uh, I went on as a, as a camera op to go do this big uh, profiled interview with this guy, uh, Mark Burnett, up at, a, at his house. We were going to be asked to do a, a big production, and so it was a big deal. Right. And it was when he had just done the Bible series, and this yeah, is the, huge. Mark Burnett is, if you guys don't know, he's the producer of any reality show on TV. Survivor. Survivor, The Voice, just uh, smarter than fifth grader, and he's done all these shows. Yeah. And so it was a big, big profile thing for me to yeah, come yeah. on, and I got asked to run a camera, and when I got there, I was, I had already, let me prepare. So I brought my own at the time. I brought my own DSLR. I brought the, the Mark III. I brought my own tripod. Right. I brought a little bit of lighting. And all I was asked to was just to run a camera that they were supposed to provide. Sure. Brought all that stuff. And when I got there, the one thing I saw was, and this is no joke, they had two cameras. And I realized they're using the same cameras I use. Here I was thinking I was coming on this big set, and they're using the same cameras I use. Yeah. The third camera that they wanted me to operate was a GoPro. No. A GoPro that, that they had. Yes, it was on a light stand. And they told me, hey, Artie, thank you for coming. We didn't get our third camera, but we want you to just monitor the GoPro. And I, I couldn't believe what I was being told. This is a high profile. In fact, Oprah had been at this production at this guy's house the day before yeah. doing some of the production. And here I am with this high-end production, and they were going to use a GoPro. I couldn't believe it. Talk about confidence builder at that moment. Yeah, yeah. I would say that I was like, okay, I know what I'm doing. This totally. is Mickey Mouse to me not prepared yeah this is at a high profile production so i was able to offer and said hey i've got a my camera in the car and they said oh well we don't have a tripod i said don't worry about it i got a tripod in the car they're yeah. like you have a tripod in the car I said yes so i was then able to provide a third camera and save a production just by being prepared because you, you prepared to add another thing to it was after this interview they had done this whole 30 minute interview with this guy and it was a great interview and it was obviously talking about all the relevant things that he needed. And when it was done, the just like we are doing, the guy was saying bye to Mark Burnett. Thank you for taking the opportunity. And as I was in the back, on the back side of things, the sound guy looked over to me and said, hey, Artie, can you come over for a second? And as I came over, I looked, and the audio recorder was still blinking. And you know what that means. Yeah, I didn't get it. I looked at that. I said, I, said, I hope that you, that wasn't just blinking <laughs> yeah, yeah. the whole time. And he goes, yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's what I was going to ask you. I was like, you didn't get any audio. And he just right away goes, look, man, I'm the lighting guy. I, yeah. I don't normally do audio. And yeah, I, passing and I, it off. Yeah, he's passing it off once yeah. a mistake was going. And it just started to make my understanding of going, look at this look at yeah. this team, look at this production. And I'm not here to knock anybody by, by no means. Yeah. I, I've, I've got my own stories right, of right. mistakes oh, yeah, yeah. I've done. Yeah. What I am saying, though, is being prepared by seeing things like that have made me really want to be prepared for anything and everything. So yeah. um, I, you know this, I over prepare sometimes. Yeah. I always want to be ready for anything that may come our way. I want to make sure that we don't have an opportunity. And if so, we don't need it, 
so be it. Yeah. We don't need it. Right. But we had it, and that's why I bought the big truck. <laughs> so we yeah, can yeah. really load it in and be prepared. And I think that for any filmmaker, for anybody who's thinking like, okay, how much do you pre-production? production how much is that valuable what what do you do in your your techniques and things like that so let's talk about that for a second yeah. let's talk about some of the techniques and things that i do for pre-production so so for something like even like these conferences we do a lot of conferences yep maybe just step through and what what we do for those sure. how do we prepare well, for those? a lot of what it is is we we prepare when especially when we're doing a a same day edit or a production that we're going to edit that we're going to for that event right a lot of the prep to do is i i do my timelines on my editing up 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 front yeah i do those ahead of time yeah so i already have my my music pre-produced mm-hmm. pre-ready to go yeah i've got maybe the the graphics ready to go right i've maybe added an after effect to the logo however yeah. i'm going to do it i yeah. do all that pre-hand and already make a timeline ready to go so that way it's sitting pretty and now we're going to produce the get the footage and add that to my timeline right. so right. there's some of production prepped uh, already there yeah uh i do when we do extra we bring an extra i always in my gear bag we bring an extra camera yeah now some people may not be in that position of bringing sure. an extra camera but let's let's take it up from the amateur world and take it to the higher professional world a little bit I say that any professional should have an extra camera sure. in their gear bag because what will happen is what if it fails? What if anything goes wrong? Anything unexplainable? You just don't know and you want to be able to have another camera ready to go at all yeah. times. Yeah. So we always keep an extra right. camera uh, in our bag always. And yeah. So that's an extra prepare for that alone. Um, another thing that I, do, I always like to prepare is plenty of media, plenty of batteries. Yeah. Always, right? Always yeah. plenty. Um bringing chargers those are huge you always never know you never know if we're going to end up needing those for whatever reason Um, extra lenses can always be yeah we don't need them all but bring them anyway because you never know what you might be able to do I even bring uh, lapels microphones with us as a backup because even though we have no intentions on maybe doing kind of interviews for an event like that there might be times where somebody may what a we have this special guest that's only here we get to do a thing can we interview the yeah, guy yeah want to be ready for that and the right. last thing you want is like okay i'm just doing the on-camera microphones yeah. or whatever the case is so we've even done that too where it's even people that we've seen it's like oh shoot we have this person here right let's just let's get them, get do, them saying them, something right yeah, let's yeah. get them in and being able that opportunity let's do it right right we've got our lapels we did that with, with the mayor yes yeah 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 we had the opportunity because we she's there she's there yeah so that cool. was huge to be able to do so You've even seen some some things why we prepare and why we yeah. take that stuff, and it's helped us in sometimes. Not always, yeah. but it, yeah. it there's been times we needed it. So that's always a number one thing. Is always the extra little things that say, "Hey, we may not need it on this one. Let's bring it," and um, it is extra gear sometimes. And what do you do too when we're when we're we packed up and we're going and we're on our way to an event? What do you do as soon as we leave in your in your mind? So what the biggest thing is what I always do is we are already done packing, and we may already kind of think we've got it all. I mentally take a moment to myself and mentally I put the camera gear together in my head. Yeah. So what I mean by this is, is I'm literally taking my body camera. I'm adding my lens. I'm adding my top camera, you know, my audio uh, sources to it. Yeah. I'm adding the memory card. I'm putting a battery on it. I'm adding the, if it's going to be rigged up, I'm adding the, my rails, yeah. my shoulder rigs, my handles. I'm putting all the pieces together in my head. When it comes down my steady cam. There's a lot of moving There's parts, a lot. Yeah. a lot of moving parts. And so you miss, if you miss something very, very vital in a Steadicam setup where your whole base setup right. needs your rails, yeah. you could be in a real bit bad sure. position. So what I'm doing is I'm definitely always keeping that in mind and I'm putting it together in my mind. Once again, I'm putting the, the rails and I'm putting the adapter, I'm putting my follow focus together. I'm literally doing it. And there have been times, and you were part of this one time, this is a funny story, but 
we were on our way to a, sh- a job going from all the way from our where we are down to downtown LA. We were gonna uh, we were going from one job to another. Yeah, and we were gonna go stay at a hotel the night before, so we were plenty of time. And we were debating whether we were going to go stay at the hotel just right. to be in L.A. early. Yeah. And we said, no, let's go to L.A. Let's go and do that so we can wake up there and have our take our time. But in the middle of the night, three in the morning, we're driving there. And because I, I did it a little too late, but I did mentally put together my city camp. Yeah. And when I put it together, I forgot my vest. Yeah. And I knew it. As soon as I put it together in my head, I said, oh, shoot. But it was, our, it was already after we packed everything. Packed everything. And then we're heading back to the hotel. Yep. We were almost at we were, the hotel. We were, almost, we were ready to exit. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but if I had not, here's, here's the positive of that. Yeah. If I had not put that mentally together in yeah, my yeah. head at that moment, luckily we did decide to go there that night. Hey, we can fix the time. You always can, you, you, when you have time, you can make sure. mistakes. It's when you don't have time, you can't afford mistakes. Yeah. And this was one of those times because we planned on going there the, the night, night before, before yeah. we were able to make a mistake and be okay. And did the client know? They no. didn't know anything yeah. at all. They didn't know one ounce and we looked like some superstars. Yeah, right. right. So being able to put that in my head, I did it a little too late. I should have done it like I typically do, but I mentally try this, guys. Try to actually, when you are on your way to your gig or when you are got your gear together, aside after you've packed it, put it all together. And if you can't mentally know that you've got that in your gear bag, you've got a problem. Right. And that's one way to solve the problem because we typically don't do it mentally. We just start putting it together when we're on set or hours before. Shoot, we forgot whatever. And that's, that's, I've seen that happen too many times. Sure. So I mentally, that's my little trick, is to mentally put your gear together in your head and you will find everything that you need. Um, and that's a great technique to prepare for your day yeah and that's a big big success for me yeah and i'm trying to get everybody to get good at that mentally prepare for that when we pick right. up also when you have a team putting your gear bag together it's really important that you guys are all communicating mm. where stuff goes because what happens is you have guys putting stuff in different pockets and different gear bags and things right. are going back right. and so when you when you think that you're going to go back in the next shoot you're like you expect it in the same place you put it back yeah yeah it's not right and we had a problem with that not too long ago where yeah. we had the plates on the bottom of our cameras and you went out to pull a camera and because someone else had taken the plate and not put it back, that's a lack of communication. Yeah, right. And I think that's a huge thing that we uh, really strive on. We want to be better at that in communication, especially with your gear bag, is communicating where does this go. Um, ultimately, you got to have number one person who knows where everything goes. But the more and more you work with your team, the more and more you guys are working together, the more and more you know where things go and it becomes seamless. Yeah. Uh, luckily, we've got a team that's been rolling right. with us for quite a while and everyone knows where things go. We don't really have to talk about it so much, but when there is somebody new, we've got to make sure we're letting them know, communicate sure. to us. Yeah. Let us tell you where they go so you know where they go every single time yeah. and that will be ready for you for the right. next time. So that's a very good practice that you can do to get prepared for your next gig and your gigs that you go back. Um, for maybe somebody that doesn't have a team, uh, you're dealing with your own things, be consistent in where you're putting things back. Right. Um, when you're taking out your gear, make sure you're putting them all back in the same you know, gear bag. You know, like for us, for like our biggest thing is, where's the lens caps, yeah, right? Yeah. The lens caps missing, lens you wipes. have in your pocket, lens wipes, where are those at? Because those kind of things, if you put them back and we, we make a, a, a rule that goes in this gear bag, they will always be there ready for you and that will prepare you for the next time when you need them. You're like, where's the wipes? Right. Where are they at? We didn't bring any. Yeah. They're always in the same place. So consistency, I think, is a huge thing for preparation. They're going to go in the same place every single time and because of that, you'll know where things are. It's kind of like, bro, let's just take it back as simple growing up. How clean is your room? Oh, yeah. You know? How clean is your room? 
this is where we get to start to see and how messy our roommates are versus how oh, clean yeah. you are, right? And so you never know what it's like to have a messy roommate. Uh, if you've never lived with anybody, I know you have, right. and I know I have, and that doesn't feel good when people are putting your stuff back in the wrong places. Sure. This is crucial, and we can't have that, yeah. have that done. So it's important to set that precedence really early yeah. in your consistency on your gear, putting it back in the same places and knowing where everything is at all times. Definitely. So that's a huge impact. Uh, another thing that I think is good practice is how much gear do you take? How much do you balance? Because sure. I've asked this too. I've seen guys that do documentary work, and I'm always thinking to myself, like, how much do you guys take? Like, I, I know that you got to be on the road and you're, you're going to be gone for a while. How much do you take? How many things do you prepare for? And I'm thinking they just take exactly what they need. Like, honestly, yeah. I, I, I'm thinking they're that good. And I go, right. you guys are so good. You take exactly what you need and you don't need anything else. Well, I've asked some pretty big high-end producers. And the first thing they tell me is, you kind of got to prepare for everything. And so it's really that same concept. You got to prepare for a little more. Yeah. So again, we've talked about extra cameras extra uh, throwing an extra tripod couldn't hurt you never know if you need another thing to put in the back sure um just extra gear can never hurt so i plan on bringing some extra stuff i'll even throw a drone in my my bag yeah uh, an extra drone we don't know what sometimes we may need there will never be an opportunity like if only i had the drone so we've got a big enough gear truck that we can bring all that stuff so i'll throw a drone in there make sure i've got that ready lighting is important so why not throw a light kit in there you never know if you're going to need it. I bring it. And yeah. so some of those things could say, and you even, we're really going to bring all that. Well, I want to be prepared. I want to make sure we got Put it. Put me on blast. You know it is, but it's the question that's good. And that's yeah, a good thing. Yeah. It's a good question. It's a good way to learn because yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that people understand is that even at your level, it's sometimes you question going, do we really need that? Yeah. And sometimes I go, let's just bring it. We don't use it. Right. And then right away you go, yep, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Just bring it because we've had enough experiences where we've needed it. Yeah. Or it's been a good thing we brought it. Sure. So I think that's a huge thing. So. You can never, never be, um, I say, over-prepared. You can't, that can't ever hurt you. But I've seen too many times where it can hurt you by being underprepared. Definitely. So that, that is huge. Definitely. Um, one success story, too, that I'll say that really helped me in the past from being extra-prepared, it's the same day that I had that same situation with the Mark Burnett episode where what Mark Burnett would do is he would actually do interviews in his house, and he had a different networks all come in. So you do about 10 interviews, in about three hours. Wow. And so he'd have different networks all stay. He had CBS over in one, NBC in another. He'd have, you know, a lifetime over here. And he'd have them all set up in different rooms. And I remembered that one of our, the same people that we didn't get the audio with, right? The same yeah. people. They had forgotten to get his plug. Oh, and what yeah. I mean by that is say, oh, hey, I'm Mark Burnett and I, I'm watching, you're watching so-and-so. Hi, yeah. I'm so-and-so and you're watching, right? They didn't get that. And so with having the relationship that I had been with, I had been talking to some of these other guys in these other rooms and networking, I had remembered that I had talked to these two girls who were running this program, uh, this, this, this now network next door. And so I went in there thinking, well, I have a good relationship with them already. Let me see if I can get them to let me use their time, like mm. two minutes of their time to get a plug for us. Well, when I went over there, these two girls were looking like they were kind of confused and scratching their heads. And when I went over, I said, what, what's the matter, guys? What's the matter? And they were like, we forgot, we forgot a tripod. We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't prepare for a tripod. So what they did was they had their cameras on like a coffee table. Oh man! They were gonna they were gonna interview him with a coffee, their camera on a coffee table. Now, this is at a high end That's Mark production. Okay, yeah. I cannot stress this enough because I'm not knocking anyone. I'm just trying to show you that the confidence I was getting from this day is to, to today is still the story I use all the time. Yeah. Because this day that happened, so many things happened in one day that only created more confidence in what we do. And so I then said, I have another tripod if you guys need it. And they were like so loving me. 
And they were like, yeah, but we don't have a plate for the tripod. I said, I got that too. I'll take it off my camera, put it on, save the day. And so they said, we would be grateful if you could let us use a tripod. And I said, can I use your time yeah. for the first five minutes and let us get a plug? And they said, oh, we'll let you totally do that. So good. So I was able to save the day and got the plug from him. In fact, he remembered me going, oh, you again, you're on this network too? Because he had saw me in the room over there an yeah, hour ago and now funny. I'm in this room doing this one. And I got him to do the plug. And you were like, nah, man. <laughs> just the man, bro. Just the man. You know what I'm saying? I'm just the boss. Oh, God. And so anyways, that was a really big success for me. Yeah, yeah. Being able to come out of that and say, that's what over-preparedness over has got sure. me. Yeah. And um, guys, I can't stress this enough. This is, this is one thing you really got to be prepared for. Yeah. So again, to recap, prepare your gear. Lay it out on the floor. Literally put it on the floor, lay out all the gear, look at it. You see people posting that on Instagram quite a bit. You see them talking about it, post it all. This is why they do that individually. See it all out. Yeah. Mentally then put it together. After you've packed it up, mentally, did I pack this, did I pack? Mentally put that camera together and then throw in, a, throw in the extra gear. Put an extra camera if you can. Bring a couple extra things that you may not need to do and that'll get you the most prepared for that. Now, on the other side of preparation, that's live events type stuff, but then you have when you do narrative, music video, yeah. preparation, storyboarding. People have asked how I storyboard. What is my process? What are some of those things that gets me prepared on those things? Well, it is like the typical way. I like to prepare on mentally my shots. I wanna know that uh, a game plan I've got set up is ready to go, and you should, and any good cinematographer should be knowing that plan. You and I have had conversation about that yeah. quite a bit. And you want to know where your story is going. I wanna I do a storyboard mostly because I wanna make sure I got specific shots. I will tell you that in my experience, most, uh, that is a great good guideline, but a lot of times the rest is organic. And I'm seeing stuff that I didn't visually see in my head when I did my storyboarding. And I'm like, this is looking even bigger and better sure. than I ever thought that I could do. So the storyboarding is huge to have a good platform to say, I need this shot to tell a story. But everything else after that is very good because it's organically now cinematically yeah. getting the creativity. Like I can go nuts on that. But as long as I have those main storyboard shots in the story, you have solved your problem. Yeah. Like you've got through the majors. And yeah. so um, there will be times where even when I prep and I do the storyboarding, we've got through all our major shots and then I go and have fun. Yeah. Basically, I go in there and say, let's just get this as, let's just have some fun. Do something extra. Do this. Give me more than you would normally do to see if this will work. But I know I'm feel, my safeties are done because I have the storyboarding. Right. Um, now, I do a typical, you know, when I do the actual storyboarding, I do draw them out in a typical way. I don't spend a lot of time on the drawing out because that's just not my gift. I don't want it to be, to be a distraction in what I do. But in the past, I have then handed them over to like a, you know, uh, somebody who actually can draw them yeah, better yeah. and put a little more detail in what they do. I've had... Um, Lauren Bell, a good yeah. friend of ours who's came in, who's an artist, and I had her come in in, in the project and for a music video that we did for Untouchable. Right. And she came in and drew these out much more detailed than what I had done, but she got the vision of what I was trying to show, and she drew them out beautifully, and that was a good way to tell and show the team, the cinematographers, the yeah. camera operators, yeah. what I'm looking for. Right. And again, those were the basis of them, and then after that, I was organically ready to go through the rest of them just have some fun. And that's where I was able to get some of those shots just, they came out really fantastic. Right. I was very happy with the images that we got out of them. And some of them weren't part of the storyboard. They were stuff that just came in like, wow, let's do that again because that looked amazing. And 
organically, I want to fill it out sometimes when I'm on those sets. But I do not feel comfortable if I have no idea where I'm going with it. So storyboarding yeah. is a huge aspect to it. I think it needs to be done. And anyone who's not doing that, I just feel that you're, 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 you're flying by the seat of your pants, really. And you can get away with that sometimes. But it's only going to take you so far, sure. I believe. And like anything you really, pre- it's how well are you really prepping for this event? Yeah. How much time are you going to put into this? If you've got a huge production that's going to cost you money and something that's really costing someone else money and it's your name on it, how much are you preparing for it? So why right. not be the best at what you do yeah. all the way around? Yeah. And I think all that preparation is one of your bigger strengths. And there was a question that we got. Yeah. And, um, and it's only become one of my strengths because I've had so many fails at it or I've seen sure. so many fails yeah. at it. And so I've known I do not want to have that fail. So spend the time, prepare. What you do on the back end will, will show the day of your production. Oh, yeah. It can tell. Definitely. You know, the way I talk, the way I guide, the way I coach, the way I direct. Your you comfortability too. You can tell how confident I am when I'm directing yeah. on a day because you know I've been living this project yeah. way beforehand. So let's go into uh, our filmmakers questions. This is from yeah. IG. A lot of popular people are asking questions and they want to have answers about what we've done. And this question comes from our good friend, Gina Bannock uh, yeah, from yeah. Gina's world. Now, those of you who don't know, we will be having Gina come in here yeah. a few weeks from now um, talking about production. So her as a producer, a uh, good friend of ours, just uh, an amazing person. So good. And uh, so, but she comes in here to ask a couple questions. She asks, what are your biggest challenges when it comes to productions? Mm. All right. She also asks, what is your strongest and weakest uh, attributes and how do you manage them? And so that, those are two questions, really kind of what we're talking about yeah. is production. So let's start with the first one. So Gina, she asks, what are one of your biggest challenges when it comes to productions? Well, as soon as I hear a big production that's about to start, I'm already mentally ready. Like, okay, this is going to be, this is not one or two nights yeah. here. This is a lot of prep. And so you're going to live that project till it's done. Um, I would say one of my biggest challenges is kind of getting everybody like on the same vision. Just sometimes mm. it's a challenge because what happens is, you're the one that's living this project. You kind of know the most of everything. You know you've been living it, whatever the case is. But having everybody understand that vision all the way to the end could be very challenging. Sure. And that doesn't come from not just having a great team. It could be from life. And I mean by that meaning so many other things in life can take the ability of, hey, they weren't able to make the meetings, catching them up on different people. Not everyone is grouped into the yeah, same thing. So yeah, yeah. when it comes down, when you have a team of people, right away, I already know there's going to be already a challenge of communication, getting that image. Every time that I've commu- I need to communicate new information, it isn't just communication just to me because it isn't just me doing the project on my own. It's about getting the vision to every single person along the way. Yeah, that's good. And what's crazy about a pr- big productions is that it changes all the time location change outs, mm-hmm. different, uh, you know, uh, people that need to change for, uh, casting and what we're doing needs to change. It will change. Um, t- dates will change. Yeah. Days and times may change. Uh, I said locations again, but even the venues that we didn't get, we have to alternate change. And so you then yeah. have to trickle that yeah. information down to everybody around the, around the team. And so that's, that can be challenging. And so having good people under you, to help get that information out can yeah. be really huge. And for me, that's a huge challenge for me and sure. can really be draining. And so communication is everything in this game. Mm. Uh, it's a value in this game. And so the better you are on how you do your system on communicating to your people, uh, the better you will be overall in the vision because the yeah. day of it, no one's confused. No one's guessing. Everyone needs to know that information. Yeah, That's huge. What would you say is some of the challenges we've had or something that might be challenging in a big production and things yeah. like that? Have you seen? I'd say, I mean, something similar for me is just, um, you know, this field isn't a 
go in Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, you know what's going to happen. You know when you're going to be off. You know when you can make plans. I think yep. it is a challenge for me also being a little bit younger is managing all the areas of, of life with, you know, being flexible and having um, – flexibility is huge. I mean, being being ready to adapt at any change, and it could happen day of. It could happen in the moment. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's that's definitely a challenge sometimes. Yeah, and I've even – we've even verbally talked about, like, hey, this one, we're going to need some flexibility on this yeah, one because yeah, yeah. of the fact that – Hey, we don't know all that information because even some productions, man, you, anybody knows S you're getting information quite late as well. Yeah. Uh, I may be asking for that information from producers or whatever, and they're not providing that right. information. Uh, not that long ago we did, you know, uh, that German TV show and we weren't getting information until the week of. Yeah. And that means I've got to trickle that down to my team and directives all the way down. And I can't even do that all the way Sure. Because they haven't provided that information, yeah. and that's tough. Yeah. And in this industry, sometimes you don't have everybody on the same level as what you're trying to do, and that's just the business. It that's just, a challenge too in itself. Just having people on similar levels, and not yeah, everyone can be flow. at your level. Yeah. You want everyone to be at your level sometimes, yeah. and uh, it can be very frustrating when they're yeah. not at your level. And that just goes all the way down to just mentally, you know, mentally thinking. And are they living this project? Are they looking at a nine to five? Right. Are they just coming to get a paycheck? Are they living this? Do yeah. they really want the best? Are they challenging themselves? Sure. And uh, I, I've said this to us as a team, like, hey, on this one, we could do this job, no problem. Let's step out of our comfort zone and let's do some challenging stuff. Give me stuff that we probably, you have to work a little harder, even though I know you can easily do this. Push push yourself a yeah. little on this yeah, one. Yeah. So getting everyone at that level is definitely a challenge. Sure. You know, um, The second question she asked. Strengths and weaknesses. Strengths right? and weaknesses. So what, yeah. are your strongest, what are your strongest and weakest attributes? And how do you manage them? Hmm. Um, well, let's see. Uh, what, what, what would you say? I think. Yeah, I was gonna say I could probably answer some of those for you. Yeah. Like of some of your, I mean, you definitely are strong. <laughs> Artie's kind of my boss. We're we're, we're like <laughs> friends. I mean, we're we're great friends and whatever. But he's kind of my boss also. So I got to be careful like weaknesses. If I see. But uh, no. But I mean, uh, I'm listening very yeah, closely yeah, 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 right yeah. now for this. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I mean a lot of your your you have so many strong points. Um, but I mean, you're a great communicator. Uh, you include everybody and you're very intentional with people. I think that's probably your biggest one is being intentional with, um, you always talk about purpose and you know, Brink is kind of behind that, but you're very intentional with who you work with, why you work with them, you know, why, how you work with them. I mean, you're very intentional down to the smallest detail. I think that creates lots of success for you. So. I think that, and to add to that was why, even why some of those things are so important to me is because when I grew up into this industry, I didn't have any of that. Mm. There was nobody investing in my career. Right. I literally had to defend for myself, do learning it myself, uh, beg to get on people's, you know, productions, beg to do these things and get involved, even though I felt like I'm way advanced than them. Yeah. I needed to see what the, everybody else is doing. And so I never had that. And so being able to do that with a lot of our guys and you guys, it really, I think there's a value to it. And I'm looking for, a, I'm looking for five years down the road. I'm looking to where I want us to be. And the more I can do that now, the sooner we can get there. Sure. And so, um, that is, I do value that as, as who I work with, why I work with them. Yeah. I uh, don't work with just anybody. I yeah. have purpose behind who I work with and who we give love to. Yeah. There's purpose, purpose why sure. we give love to those oh, yeah. people because I don't want to do this all alone. Yeah. This makes, it's been, once I started to uh, have more people surrounding me, very good. It was the same way when I was doing the music industry. You want to bring was, your friends. When you had all your friends at yeah. all your shows and when you're going to their show and when you're supporting and you're in the studio and they're in the studio and they're, when you collab with them on your songs and all of that, that's what made it fun. Yeah. 
and that's why you do it. And yeah. you want to keep things fun, and that's why a lot of what I do is about with a lot of other people. So that's huge. Um, I would say, you know, one of my weakest things, uh, you know, I, I still feel there's so many things that I can work on. I, sure. I'm always, I've said this to you many times, I don't, I'm always thinking, even though I know this, I'm still going to try and do something a little extra here because I could always get better at every element of it. And there's so many, you know, there's so many moving parts in this industry yeah. that how can you really be good at everything? Right. This is why there's roles for every part of yeah, the yeah. industry. And so um, what tends to happen and one of my biggest weaknesses, I think on sets is I get, uh, I've learned this a few years ago and I started to get better at this was being called away to too many parts. Mm. Meaning I wanted my hand in every little element. And so yeah. what happened was I would go, uh, I'd be dealing with the makeup area because I knew what the makeup was supposed to look like. And then I'd be called all the way because you know, the lighting wasn't, they, I get called over the lighting, so I'd have to move over the lighting. And then I'd have to get over when we were doing Untouchable, the tattoos, I needed to make sure those looked right. right. So I was getting called over there. And I was getting pulled over into too, too many things. Too by, by the time I was really looking back at that ending of that production, I think I did so many different roles, I never really directed. Yeah. And that's where I really needed to be. But I was the only one really living that project. I'd been working on that project for months in advance. I'd lived and breathed it, died yeah. that project. Yeah. And so... I felt like I had to do that. But I think as I got better and I started to learn a little more, which I'm still working on, I think one of my biggest weaknesses that I could get better on is really delegating those jobs sure. to other people and building that confidence. And even why the team now doing these podcasts, getting you, everybody getting good at what we do here uh, with practice makes us better. So when we go out and do those bigger projects, they're ready. And I can then structure and be better at what I do. Right. So I think that one of my biggest weaknesses I've learned is to really just concentrate on my role and be able to delegate better. And I think we've done, we've done that. Yeah. And that's made me better at the director, the director role, leadership role. And I'm still learning that. But it's that same concept of jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. And that, that really goes true in this concept was... I was trying to be a jack of all trades. I wanted to be good at everything. And this goes into not being distracted. I think we've talked about that before was not to be distracted by so many moving parts. See, a lot of things, I love this industry. Yeah. You love this industry. Yeah. We love this industry. We love so many. That's the thing that why, why we love doing this job is that we, we love every part about it. I love the process. I love the process of it. I love different elements. I love drones. I love all these things. But yeah. when I start trying to master getting into drones, I'm then taking myself out of being a master of what I'm really trying to do, which is be a, dire be a director. Yeah. And so I need to then delegate that to, let me let the drone guy, I can fly a drone, do all I need to do, but when I need to, but let the drone guys do the drone. Yeah. Let the lighting guys do the lighting. And that's one thing that I needed to be better at. Sure. And I've learned that. And I'm still learning that because I just love it all. And I want to yeah. do all, I want to do yeah. it all. So um, that's one of the things I think that was my biggest weakness to make me better. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I hope that you guys out there who have heard this, it's been helpful for pre-production, getting prepared, how you can never be hurt by being over-prepared. You can only be hurt by being under-prepared. Sure. So I encourage you guys, just do, look at those things. Those are some tricks that we've been able to use, have been helpful for us. We hope that those will help for you. Um, if you guys want to know more about that, look at some of our other podcasts. You can go to brinkbaby.com and find out more of all the other tricks of the trade that we've been doing. And again, it's just our experience. I'm not saying that they're the right way, but they're our way that we've been able to find success. So um, yeah, check that out. Also, once again, guys, don't forget, thank you guys for all supporting our product line. Um, we had an opportunity of doing a photo shoot, which was huge having all our uh, people that have supported us we had some of our model friends and yeah. people all in the industry come out and uh, model for us and do all of our product line it was a fantastic event and uh, go check it out we have we have sweaters hoodies 
socks, caps, uh, snapbacks, and what you guys are doing when you support the product, you are helping us support our nonprofit organizations that we work with uh, in the urban communities and urban cities, like we talked about earlier, UIWI, and what a great organization they are and we believe in. So yeah. help us support that. So hopefully that was a great session for you guys. Uh, there will be more. Look forward to some great, exciting uh, acts coming in, some great artists coming in. We are super excited and honored that they are coming in and lined up and that you guys Man, the support you guys have given us. Thank you so much. And we will see you guys next time on Stay Focused. Straight for you twist the facts.